butt up. Wake up, Mr. West! Wake up, Mr. West! Mr. West! Mr. West! Mr. West! Ladies and gentlemen, uh, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're at in the world. Uh, my name is Hobson Randall McCain III. I'm coming Ray Thomas Jr. And we're coming with you with another episode of Woke and Restless, exploring black people, black men, black women, um, having a conversation about our blackness in 2021 and our relationships and um, you know how all that ties together. We got our guests back. Um, Bria, Destiny, you guys are, I guess, Bria, you want to start it off? How you doing? I'm good. Um, sorry. I'm Bria Janae, um, dancer choreographer, graphic designer, all-around creative, brand coordinator, yeah. Yes, ma'am, head of, head of Woke and Restless Black Women, the unofficial, official. Yes, I, have, I always have to remember that part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Destiny, what's up? Hi, I'm Destiny Oliver. I am a, sorry, my boyfriend's dog. If that's what you just heard her, get real happy. Uh, Destiny Oliver, I am the host of A Piece of Destiny podcast. I am a content creator, move shaker, and world changer. So, you know, a little extra something. I like that. That was, that was fire. I need to write that okay. down. I need to rewind. <laughs> do my okay. Um, Brandon, how are you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm Brandon Leakes. I'm a graphic designer as well, and I'm the owner of The Gifted Travel. Um, and then, Raheem, what's up? And I don't be doing much, so. <laughs> hey, we love we love to see it. We love to see it. Um, but yeah, no, it was a, it was an interesting week, or not not an interesting week. It was a, a eventful week, I'll say. Um, so we just gonna start it off. Uh, I know that you guys have all probably heard this was national news. There was a couple shootings last week. Um, you know, as America opens back up, um, so do the uh, apparently you know the frequency of mass murders and things of that nature. Um, the first one was in Atlanta, um, a white male went to a bunch of different Asian um, uh, like nail shops and massage parlors and places. And apparently he, you know, claimed to have some sex addiction or something and thought that they were perpetuating or stimulating his addiction. So he decided to go kill six Asian women, uh, Asian male, and then uh, um, uh, I believe he was his Hispanic or um, Latin, Latino. So um you know one my first question is just specifically in regards to that that age the shooting against the asian community we saw the rise of hashtags like asian you know asian lives matter um stop asian hate we saw i personally saw a lot of people like saying that the black community needed to come out and do more to show their support for the asian community in you know this moment where they were the targets of this uh, you know of this terrible violence, I just like to hear y'all's thoughts. There was a lot of split, um, kind of like split perspectives on you know what what as a black person, what is our role in in defending other minorities? What, do y'all have any thoughts on that? Uh, I don't really. I'm still iffy about it. Not that I don't care about Asian Americans, I do. 
but like Asian Americans, but like same thing with like Hispanics, y'all, they, they're able to play into white society. So you got like a choice, like you could, you have a choice that you could either be over here with black people or you can be over there with white people. From what I've seen and I've experienced, a lot of Asian Americans play to white people because it benefits them. So when we get to like things like hashtag stop Asian hate and how quick like it became a thing. Like Black Lives Matter wasn't like a quick thing that just like popped up one day. This it was like a it's a very long progress for us to get to the point that we're at. And like when you saw like all like Nike and all the companies come out and like hashtag stop Asian hate in like a week, you're like, okay. Yeah, I didn't do that for us in like a week. That was like a whole, like a whole process. So I think it's a, it's. I'm I'm still not really sure about it. I just I just know, after all this is said and done, what are you gonna do? And that's what I'm that's what I'm really waiting for. Because if it dies down and you yeah. do the same thing, then this whole hashtag Asian hate, stop Asian hate, or like the hate crimes, like it just it, once it's over that's when I'll be like, okay, what are you guys going to do? Dope, dope, dope. I, I, I myself kind of tend to agree. Um, I, you know, I, I'm 100% for, um, you know, standing up against all human rights abuses in any shape and form, right? So um, the fact that this happened is terrible, um, you know, and I, every time I start saying stuff like this, I feel like I'm sounding like, um, you know, the Republicans when they're like, this is all terrible, but, and you, you know, throw a butt in there. Um, but I do think that there is some credence to, to Rakim's point in, in that, one, I don't think this happens nearly as frequently in the Asian community. So it's not like this repeated, um, you know, years and years of this sort of targeted violence um, in, in, in the same essence that it is for black people, right? Um, and, and so not to say that I don't think that black people should go and defend um, Asian Americans. I, I, you know, I think if, if it calls to, if, if, you, if your own personal beliefs call you to, then yeah, go do that. I'm not going to look down on you for doing it. Uh, my only thing is I don't think it's our responsibility to. Um, I saw a lot of people saying that, you know, because black people have gone through all the trauma that we have, that we should be able to empathize and like, stand up for everybody else and fight everybody else's battles. But I also think that's one of the, the biggest factors in slowing down our, um, you know, our progression against um, violence and systemic racism, overt racism, um, white supremacy, all of that. Like they distract us and use our energy for different, different avenues and different um, groups that don't necessarily always benefit us, um, you know, uh, for you know, for example, like the like the women's suffrage movement, the the um, getting the right to vote, like we're always the last ones to get our our shake. Um, so I, I don't think it's a bad thing if somebody says no. It's not that I don't care, but it's just you know I'm I'm about fighting for black people and getting black people up out of our hole. Um, I I don't disagree or hold them into any contempt for that if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I think mine. So when I heard about it, you know, of course, as somebody who cares about people, you know, like it's all, it's completely awful. But what I think pissed me off was when I know one like news outlet or something was like how Black Americans can help the Asian community, and it's like whoa, 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 
why the hell is it us? Like, we're skipping the whole point that it's white people perpetrate these things. You know, like, yeah. it's, it, like I think that's the part that got me is like, why is it always us to defend everybody else? And, you know, again, awful thing, but the Black and the Asian community have our own issues with each other. And it's just, again, it's all due to white supremacy, but it's like, you can't expect for us to like, jump on every bandwagon that's like a racial injustice issue. But so how do you, just So how do you feel about how do you how do you feel about people who in turn say that when you know when when it comes time to march for black black people and black people are black you know vetting for, for the support. But that's the thing is black people fight for everybody. We've been fighting for everybody. And so it was like now for like this I don't think like people have to realize like 2020 was traumatizing for a lot of black people. Like it was extremely traumatized. So we don't have the energy, like I barely have the energy sometimes to just like see another like black person hurt. So I don't have the energy to give that to the Asian community right now. I just don't. And I don't feel bad about that. Even if with me being the kind of person who advocates for everybody. And I think it's awful. I think that um, I know the Asian community is typically more seen as more of like a docile community which I think is a part of the problem. Um, but they also, when it benefits them, it, they play into that model citizen, like that model minority. Um, I, so like when it comes to us, it's just like, um, like Rakeem said, like they can play into to the, the system easier than we can because they have more, like even though they're Asian, like their hair is straighter. They don't have to do certain things that like black people have to do in order to play the system. So, it's like, yes, I, I shared a post, but at the same time, like I do have my own, like I don't have the energy to fight for this right now. And I don't think as a black person, I think it's selfish. I think it's a, a part of self-preservation. So. Brandon, Destiny, y'all got any thoughts? Um, yeah, I think that a lot of times the goal of, I guess the society that we live in is to water our shit down, even if it's subliminal, um, even if it's unintentional. Right. So I think everybody said that, yeah, you know, we agree that you know, we hate these things and when they happen, we hate these crimes or whatever. But um, when you start trying to pull us into it um, and you say the Asian lives matter, which is it's fact, it does. But they water our shit down a lot. And I feel like this is this is one of those things. Um, black people have always stood up for black people. Um, everybody else just started standing up with us recently, to be honest with you. Um, but black people have always stood up for one another. And I feel like we need to focus on taking care of ours first because we can't, we can't take that on right now. I don't think. Yeah, just kind of to tag on to what Bree said, <laughs> as we all have said, it is bad that it happened. It's sad. It's wrong and people justifying it as a sexual thing was dumb anywho 2020 was traumatizing we don't i don't know if we have if we've even come to the point where we realized how traumatizing 2020 was for us to say okay let's put something else in our basket to hold on to and support i don't think we have that capacity in us um and it's wrong for people to try to say, oh, black people, you guys have dealt with the same thing. Help the Asian community. Like what? We're still dealing. <laughs> yeah. 
with it all. So it's not like we have a solution because we're not the issue. So and I thought, yeah, yeah I thought what what Bree said especially um, stuck out to me. Like the fact that a white man walked into these different establishments, shot up some people, and the first reaction is, "Hey, black community, what are y'all doing about it?" Yeah, and it's like, what about the 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 you know the systems to that enabled this man to buy a gun buy ammunition and then go use it the same day to go kill people three different what a, yeah three in three different locations what about right. the fact that you know white men when they have bad days or you know when they get upset they tend to kill you know try to kill everybody as a result of it as opposed to you know go seek out therapy or even you know you know, go drink, you know, like there, there's so many different avenues to where you can re release frustration. Um, but it seems that there are more white men who, when they get upset, they see it um, not only as justifiable, but like as something that they should do to, to go take that out on the rest of the world um, and affect other people's lives because of whatever is going on in their head. Um, so that, that really pissed me off when I saw that, that, um, you know, we're, we're already diverting the focus away from the white man who killed these people um, and starting to dilute the Black Lives Matter, the meaning of Black Lives Matter. We're starting to, di you know, dilute the focus and energy behind racial equality for Black people and things of that nature. You know, we're, we're, we're just diluting and, and it's it just seems like a very strategic, like plainly strategic thing from the media and the powers that be and all that to, um, you know, like Destiny said, and or like Brandon said, just to, you know, water water our movement down um, and not focus on the root of the issue, which is, you know, white men getting upset or feeling insecure and then going and killing people. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously we, we all condemn the violence. Um, so I just, I just wanted to get everybody's perspective on that. That was something that I saw, um, you know, a, a lot, a big, big conversation point on social media and even in and amongst black spaces was, you know, is this something that we should be taking on? Is this something that we should be having to do? I mean, I think we all agree that it's not necessary. And Karim, I guess we didn't give you the opportunity to speak. So if you if you disagree or, or feel in some other kind of way. No, nah, that's their bitch. I hope they figure it out. <laughs> OK, yes. <sighs> For, yeah, you know, for lack of a better phrase, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm dead ass. Like, I'm not even joking. That's the energy that I've hit this with since it started. Like, I mean, we we had to figure our shit out, like, and we're still trying to. I hope they do the, the requisite work that it requires to figure that shit out. The, 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 it's, it's a conversation between them and white people. It's a conversation between us and white people. When we get into a conversation between us and Asian folks, that's a that's a different scenario. But the point of the matter is you're talking about Asian hate crimes that are coming from predominantly white people. So the conversations that they need to be having are surrounding their relationship with white people. So it's their business. I hope they figure it out. And then that's the thing, too. So I follow this, this Asian dude. Um, I can never remember his name. But I found him on Facebook. And he's like has this really big following. And he talks about, I think he's dating a Black woman. So he talks about like different like stuff from like that kind of mix from that perspective. And even he was like, nah, <laughs> like it's not black people's responsibility to handle this. And I was like, okay. Oh, he's not, not tripping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was like, it's not their responsibility to handle it. 
and it's like especially when and even he said it that there's a lot of anti-blackness in the asian community and i was like thank you like you want to defend you when it benefits you but then you want to use it like you want to cast us to the side when we don't like and again all of this is white supremacy because even the like model minority the reason why people see the perception of asians that we have it's all due to white people because if i don't know if y'all have ever read about that you should because it's wild like all the little different like stereotypes that are against like towards asians it's complete propaganda white media in like the i think like the 70s crazy read about it so sucks to suck but this ain't our shit all right Okay. It's not. I, so we leave that. It's I think not. That's how we leave that. It's not. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But mm-hmm. yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. Um. So th- this is not transitionable at all. So don't don't judge my transitions. But um, <laughs> niggas ain't shit. Thoughts. <laughs> I see how you did that. <laughs> Brandon sat up. So it looks like we about to have a, a real nice conversation. You know. What what are, what are, what are our thoughts? Uh, I I believe that everybody has heard. You know, we heard the we talked we asked this question with the black men and the black women. Um, the the everybody was on one accord in the black women's episode. Um, everybody was not necessarily on one accord in the black men's episode. So, I'd be interested to hear. You know what? Why? What makes niggas not shit? Um, for the for the, for those who think we are, um, for those who think we aren't not shit. You know why? Why are we not not shit? Uh, uh, damn, that's too double negative. But why are we shit then? I'm not gonna say my thoughts have changed, but I've done a lot of watching various videos, and I'll say my my thoughts haven't changed about it. But I gave some insights that I hadn't thought about from a male perspective. So I don't know if y'all want me to go first. <laughs> Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Start it off. Let's let's see let's see where we where we've grown to our growth. <laughs> I wouldn't call it growth. I would just be like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it growth. Let's about it. Okay, so I just... think if we're speaking as far as as a whole, black men and black women, not dating outside of the dating aspect, I think black men have a tendency to be ancient. And in that, it's in talking in reference to how black women like go to bat for black men. And we can talk about like what there's like we understand there's issues between like I understand the issues between black men and black women, but historically, black women have had to carry a certain like weight in the black society, in the black community due to the way white supremacy functions. And because we don't have, we haven't had the opportunity to have certain conversations, I don't think Black men realize how much of the pain Black women took on as well. Because, and I say, I think I said this during the Black women's episode is, is one of the issues that, you know, Black men see us as the strength, the strength we're supposed to have. Well, the strength isn't a strength because we're always strong. It's a strength because we've always had to be strong. And that black women haven't had that same privilege of being vulnerable because um, the, the way like other women have, we just haven't because of how white supremacy and how you know slavery and how everything has functioned. We've always had to have a certain strength. We always had to be supportive of our families and of the men and of these things. So we haven't had that fun, that moment to be just vulnerable. Like I remember growing up, 
And I grew up in a predominantly female household. And it was always a strength that like my mom be like, I'm not, a, you know, like we always get through it. But then it's like, I see so much pain that's generationally passed because it's always just a get through it. And it's like, I don't like, we don't get to like have those moments of down or we don't get those saying, um, like white women get to be soft. White women get to be like fragile. Black women are seen as weak when we have a moment that elapsed that strength. So I think when it comes to black men, because we, like I said, because we haven't been able to have those conversations, we haven't been like, I don't think we understand each other. And I think that's the biggest thing that I came to like, really like, I truly don't feel like we understand each other and the weight that both sides have had to uphold. And then listening to like more black men speak about certain stuff, I can see like y'all don't understand because like y'all talk to each other and we don't understand because we, we talk to, like women talk to each other. But how often do we like do things like this to where black men and black women actually speak? Because even, even I listen to all the black men's episodes too and everybody's hurt. But it's a hurt that we don't talk about because we just have to like get to the next thing. So I think as a whole, like have niggas ain't been shit historically? Yes. Do I think all black men are ain't shit? Absolutely not. But it's like the thing of saying like, are all men ain't shit? No, but do men tend to really do some ain't shit stuff? Yes. Do I feel like a lot of black men still tend to choose patriarchy over their race? Absolutely, because it benefits them. So it's like, I get it, but we need to fix it. Okay. My growth. I respect it. I respect it. Um, King Brendan, y'all got any thoughts? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Bree, do you think that that lack of being able to show weakness and having to always be strong, do you think that's, you think that pertains to Black women or Black people? I think it pertains to black people, but I think it, it pertains to black women too, because we carry on a, a certain part of y'all strength, like y'all stuff that you don't realize that we carry on. Because like, as, and I use this, in the, I use some of this in the black one-on-one, but I'm gonna use it because we haven't had this conversation. So last year during 2020, when the protesting was happening, right? There were times, honestly, I was emotionally drained. I went to like one or two protests and I, I couldn't do it. Hobson mm-hmm. was more avidly protesting. Mm-hmm. Hobson is like six one, six two. He got some weight in him. I do not think Hobson cannot defend himself, right? Mm-hmm. I, I 100% believe some shit go down, Hobson can defend himself. But you're going to go protest injustices against Black people. So you just never know what the fuck may happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you because I'm drained that you, you can't go, that I don't want you to go. Mm-hmm. I asked him to check in. Mm-hmm. Because when he leaves that house, whatever else he's doing, that's still my black man. You know, at the end of the day, like he's mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking on every time he leaves the house, it's like, please let him come back. Please let him be okay. He, like, all right, call, he wouldn't, he wouldn't answer. And I'd be like, please, he's just mad at himself. Because you just never know. But these are things that black women take on all the time. We also take on the frustrations that black men, you, they dealt with all the bullshit all day and then they come home and they're like, you know, whether it's like the, dealing with the white man or like, you know what I'm saying? Like when we were talking about we're not your therapist in the last one, they'll come in with all this shit 
and because we love you, we want to hold you and take it, and then we end up taking on your shit. And that's not necessarily like completely y'all's fault, but I don't think I, I'm not gonna say it's 100 percent y'all fault. But it's like also too, it's like if you think about the that's been happening since slavery too. So I think I think it's certain generational things. Like we're in the process. I can definitely say like millennials are like trying to break certain generational traumas, and this is honestly one of them. It's like the pouring of the shit, and us just as black women being like. I can't take this. Like, this is hard on me too. And then it's like, we're not being supported. I'm supporting you, but I, I can't take all of your shit and my shit. And I don't think black men always see it like that. And Destiny, I don't know if like, I'm not explaining it the best. I don't know if you can help explain it better. Um, or Brandon, if that made sense. Yeah. Um, no, go ahead, Destiny. Go ahead, go ahead. No. I'm thinking. So, to me, that makes sense, Brie, um, because like I don't and I, maybe this is a question I asked you guys what, before I ask that question. Let me go back to something Brie said in her initial statement. The communication thing, I think, is really, really big because outside of especially once you get out of school, high school and college, if you didn't make those connections with other black men um, that are not sexual or like you're trying to develop an intimate relationship, you don't have these type of conversations. And unless you don't have brothers or cousins, like I don't have any brothers and Hobson and have a couple other cousins that we talk on a regular basis, but very, it's not regular for black women and black men to sit and have conversations about real stuff outside of intimate relationships. Um, because one black women are like, oh, he just trying to get with me, which, okay, can be bad on our, our side. And then black men is like, nah, if she ain't trying to put, put out, I don't want, what's the point of me hanging out with a black woman? Um, except just having a neutral monogamous relationship. Like we're not trying to be together. So I think the communication thing and us literally just coming together, having honest conversations about ish that we're dealing with or our thoughts and feelings about each other and not in the sense of like attacking each other, but just real conversation. Like, yo, this is what happened with me and this is why I feel this way about black men. And this is what happened to me and this is why I feel this way about black women. And I have to do my part and not categorize or generalize um, black men and black women. And so now back to what Bree just said. Um, yeah, like I don't, it's not that, I don't, I don't think, black men and like I said this may be a question I ask you guys when you're dating a black woman do you are you do you guys if she's out with her girlfriends going to the club whatever do you is it a thought or a worry that yes something may happen to her okay okay yeah. so and like Bree said I'm gonna interject really quick I'm gonna let you keep yeah, go, go, go. Like yeah. Bree said because like when hobby's out hobby big as shit <laughs> we know hobby can defend <laughs> right but if y'all are out, think you what five five maybe <laughs> like you know what I mean like yeah. bro like somebody grab you the fuck up like you're done so right. yes we do and that's another part so but, but that's the thing too is if you're afraid like I'm afraid of like police and stuff you're afraid of other niggas <laughs> you know what I'm saying? if you're afraid of what other niggas will do then not to say something. I'm sorry. If anybody grab you the fuck up, yo, not just niggas, like anybody in general, yo, like anybody, like not police. The reason why I don't worry as much about police and, you know, we can get into that as well. But I feel like what black women have to understand is that in society, black men are always seen as a fucking threat, like always, all the time. 
black women have the ability to go into spaces that black men might not always have because we're seen as being that threatened. So that's why with police, that's something I don't worry about as much because they don't see y'all as threatening. Um, now, don't get me wrong. They still will go with y'all asses too. But um, that's why that wasn't my first thought, right? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, in general, though, I do worry about other niggas, for sure. You're not wrong. But I also worry about other joins too because they be wilding the fuck out. I worry about police. I worry about all of that. Um, now, I won't be like at you while you're out like yo you good you get like i'm gonna let you but i will um yeah i will be somewhat on edge i guess you could say or alert so you know but um what else and i think i was gonna let you finish i was gonna let you finish okay yeah um but you know when brandon was like you know i don't want to be all on you this is something that me and brie literally just dealt with this weekend i was out at a um a bachelor you know i was at i was at a bachelor party this weekend chilling and like you know i just literally um you know brie was wanting to enjoy her weekend and have her me time and stuff like that so i really i thought about calling her a couple times but i didn't call her and then you know i got i got home and she was like why didn't you call me all weekend you know like that's something that i want but i do think that and this is not to put all our business out there it's all right it's okay it's okay you're making me look I mean, soft no you love me there's, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that it's okay <laughs> uh, but um you know the point being that i do think that men a lot of times don't want to be that over attached clingy as you know that um to, to what we were talking about a little bit last episode uh and what Larae said and I, I, i'm upset that she's not here but um you know a lot of black women don't want no soft ass emotional ass man, right? Like you don't want no, oh my god, baby, where are you? I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, but see, I'm seeing you, you know, like, that's line, line. but there's a lot. Of- that's yes. what I'm saying. A lot of a lot of men, we we 100 know that on the reserve side of the line where we're not that way, there's room to operate. Once you cross over the line to where you're over attached and clingy, it's hard to get that image out of. A woman's head, I believe. Um, you know, you're correct. You're correct. Yeah, and so it's, ooh, go ahead. Go you're ahead. not not correct. You're not correct, but you're not not correct because it's also like this nigga don't give a fuck about me. But it's not that. <laughs> but, but 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 I'm but I'm saying it's like so so again. For, so like for, so for, but it's like for this weekend exactly. Like this week's an like? example, right? You know, it's like it's like for those for those three days if if that's how you're feeling, and then I get back and I explain how I'm thinking. Then it's like, all right, now we've moved past it. But if I, I said you, but if but if I had called you back to back to back four or five times Friday, Saturday, and this morning, you would have been as soon as I got here, you'd been like, yo, what the fuck was you on, bro? Like, you know, like, I and, like that, and mm, I don't know. But I think I think <laughs> next I think I think next time you went somewhere or next time I went somewhere, you would fuck around, put me on mute or some shit, and be like, yo, this nigga about to be blowing my phone up. Oh fuck. We would me. have a conversation about about not blowing my shit up. <laughs> I know, but that's what, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's more room to operate on 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 the side of the line that men generally stick on, and that's not. And my whole point of this is just to say that's not to say that you know I wasn't thinking about you this weekend or that I don't. You know, when when you go out into the world, I'm not like worried about you or concerned about where you are. You, I mean, there, there's been plenty of times where you ain't come come home when I thought that it would take that long to get back from Kroger, and I'm like, yo. Are you good? <laughs> like, did you get into an accident? Did somebody snatch you yeah. up? Like, do I need to run out My here? Phone died. Yeah, you know, like some, it'll be some real simple shit like that. But 
you know, I do think it's important for men to to do that every once in a while and be like, yo, you know, I don't want to have to. There's a difference between now. being soft. There's a difference between being soft and attentive. Oh, we want attentive, man. Like I want you yeah. to be attentive. My yeah. issue with you not calling like just everybody from a woman's perspective is like, damn, we talk like every day. I mean, we live together, but we talk like every day. This nigga go out of town. I can't get a two minute phone call to be like, you good? Yep. I mean, but that's my thing was like, I text you every once in a while. We had checked in. So I was like, bro, like, you, you good. I just heard from you. I thought you was good. You know, I, I figured you was straight. But uh, anyway, not to get, you know, I'm we not, this isn't a Hobson and Bria therapy session. Um, but, you know, the, you know, I think the, 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 the point that Brandon is trying to make is that um, y'all care. Yeah, we care, but we also, uh, we can relate to a lot more of the things that y'all are feeling than, than you would, than you would say. And that's, yes, that's what I say, Brie. I think that, that goes back to that communication thing where, and I'm glad Brandon said that because I, I feel like a lot of Black women, it's like, okay, so y'all do care. Y'all do worry and think about us when we're not in your presence. Okay, well, let it, let's have these conversations so I don't think I'm the only one stressing and not even always stressing, but just got you at the forefront of my line like please be okay when you out in these streets because folks is wilding and make it back home safe i think that is i think that's where a gap is missing in the communication and um i think y'all gotta understand we don't communicate the same way y'all communicate we but y'all can but also <laughs> you just <laughs> and, I, mean, no, I will say i will say men and women are different i can different, get that yes. but there has to be some form of like understanding that we come to because you yes, can't you can't compromise keep, it's like Exactly, because you can't keep saying, "Well, this is just the way I am." It's like when you're like you're dating somebody or like your parent or whoever. Okay, this is a problem. Well, this is just the way I am. Well, that's not good enough, right? It's just because, not because yeah, Brandon, we communicate differently. But I think to have healthy relationships, whether they're intimate relationships or just friendships, there has to be some form of communication where both parties understand. Okay, this is what I need. Okay, this is what I can do. You don't have to give. Ten thousand percent, but meet me in the middle. Of course, whatever that is. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Let us know. Say it out your mouth. What else I was gonna say? What else was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, taking on responsibility. We made another comment about you know we're taking on your shit and we're taking on our shit, and there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of um rebuttals for this, but whatever. Um. I think a lot of times y'all choose to take that shit on. Like y'all choose to take that shit on. I do. I feel like when we have problems, we have issues. If something's bothering us and you know, we trying to figure it out. If y'all see that I'm moving a little differently or I'm not talking as much like y'all choose and I'm going to communicate with you. All right. But y'all choose to take that shit on. And it's like, all right, like I'm going to tell you what's wrong. I'm going to tell you what's going on. But cause you can't then go back and well I'm taking on your shit and my shit. It's like bro, like you took that, bro. You chose to took, take that shit on. Like you actually asked, like you actually completely immersed yourself in my shit, which is fine. If that's what you want to do, cool. But you can't cry now that you know you got a lot of shit on your plate because it's something that you chose to dive into. You feel me? Like that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make. And, and I would also just like to re reemphasize the point that I made on the on the last episode. Um, you know, because Bree, you did say, um, you know, when black men come come back home and are 
expressing their frustrations of interacting with the world, expressing those frustrations is uh, like, that's not a call for y'all to fix them. It's just me saying, bro, the white man was tripping today. Or, you know, bro, the, you know, the line at the, the grocery store was mad long and then I stubbed my toe and now I'm super pissed off. And, you know, and, and I do I do know that like, um, for example, so sometimes when when your significant other comes to you and is, is, is expressing those frustrations, after hearing all that, I, I personally do feel like sometimes it's hard for me to follow that up and be like, okay, well, damn, I had a bad day too. So, you know, let me throw that in there into our pot of sorrow and stir it together, you know, and make, make us extra depressed today. You know, like I, I generally tend not to do that. So I can see how as a woman, if, 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 you know, the first, I walk in the door, the first thing I say is, God damn it, work was so fucking hard. And, you know, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all this yada, yada, yada. I could see how after that, you know, the whole rest of the night, you're probably like, okay, well, I don't want to now bring up my stuff. Right. But I do think that that is something that in a relationship, like we're two people going through the world. So it's very possible. And I'd say damn near likely that we might have bad days at the same time. So, you know, one, it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on me to be able to transition from talking about my shit to talking about your shit and not compounding it and using that to compound our, you know, our relationship stress or anything like that. But it's also, uh, I believe on the other, the other person to recognize that, you know, this is a, it's a two way street, you know, as, as I express my frustrations, you can express your frustrations. And it's not me saying, drop all of the shit that you've been going through today. And let's deal with the fact that I stubbed my toe at the Kroger and I was waiting in line for three hours longer than I wanted to be. You know, like, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. It's just, damn, you know, it was a rough one. <laughs> you know, like, it was it was a rough one out here today. And I'm going to be taking on your shit, too. You just got to realize. Like, and, uh, yeah, exactly. So, so Brenda, I will shit. say that I agree with you in the sense of, in some areas, Black women, we can take on some stuff. And it's like, we don't have to pick that up. I am very, very big on energies and... For example, me and my boyfriend, he can be having a bad day about something, go on about it, have a whole rant. I can tell he's frustrated. We talk about it. I'll say my piece, say a prayer, and keep it moving. I can't, I have no power or control to fix that. However, I will say in disagreeing with what you said, I think there is in some Black men in the case where they do come to us with their issues or stuff that they're dealing with and expects us to have a solution or um a way to solve it, help them work through it, which is not always a bad thing because, you know, sometimes we do have the solution and we can help you figure out an easier or quicker way through the problem. Um, but sometimes in some black men, I have noticed where anytime they got a problem, they call us as black women and it's like, okay, what do I need to do? And it's like, I, I, don't, I don't have the mental capacity to help you deal with that issue today. <laughs> um, but even but then they'll still look at us like deer headlights. It's like okay, I hear what you're saying, but I still expect you to um, help me through my issue because you might want it. So I, like I, I but like I said, I just feel like all of this shit that's been said is dealt with on both sides. I really do. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's yeah. and we're not saying it's not. But like to piggyback yeah. piggyback off of what Destiny said, it's like I think it's hard. Like more or less, I would say that like all of y'all are are good black men. Right, as a whole, like y'all all got your own shit, but like even as black women, we have our own shit. Even Kermit. I said y'all. 
Oh, I was just saying. I think y'all got that shit. That's a reach. That's a reach. That's a reach. I think y'all got that shit. She wasn't talking about me. Well, okay, cool. Anyway, I think overall, oh my God. Okay, overall, as we're having this conversation and listen to y'all talk, I will more or less say, you know, y'all are good men. I think having to take take yourself out of it because the thing, the truth about it, most black men ain't like y'all. Like, when I come, like, and, and that's the thing. It's like when you take it, like, take it out of, I personally, and that's why I want to take the relationship part out of it. I have guy friends who are amazing black men. I am dating an amazing black man. Personally, I have a father who ain't shit. I had a grandfather who was ain't shit and then got shit. So I have a different, when it comes to, like, as far as the spectrum of what a black man can be and is and these different things. I've seen some really great ones and I've seen some really ancient ones. And it's like, like, and it's like kind of like what I said, it's like I would think sometimes as taking relationship as far as like the romantic sense out of it, like a lot of times black men choose patriarchy over their blackness. And it's like when it comes to black, like black women, we choose our blackness first. And so I feel like that divide in it, because y'all still like, even though there is issues with it and for black women benefit in certain spaces. We don't in others, and that's why I said like I because if like if, if example if I use it and I know what your, your rebuttal is gonna y'all's rebuttal is gonna be so if I use how black Ooh, men demean and ooh, belittle ooh, black ooh. women like all over like other I don't see white men belittling white women and others belittling the same way but then y'all are gonna come back and say well women say niggas ain't shit all the time but it's like it's due to like it's like a, a repeating of us saying like. Well, when you deal with a white person, do you know if their race is off bat? You don't. So you're just cautious. White people tend to benefit from, from white supremacy. Niggas tend to benefit from patriarchy. Not the same thing, but on the south, I don't think, like, because y'all are the type of men y'all are, you're able to necessarily remove yourself and look at it. It's like, there are so many black women saying the same thing. It can't be, like, like there has to be some truth to it. And not saying, like I said, the communication needs to happen for us to heal. But there has to be some kind of fucking truth to it. Mm. <laughs> For a variety, like all these different black women to feel, because like I said, like I personally feel like the men in my life are pretty fucking great. But as a whole, like niggas be some on some ancient shit. Like what? Give me some examples. Let's get like it. Like I said, like the way the got? way black men belittle, <laughs> belittle. That's what you got to jump into because I ain't gonna make like all of these. Um, <clears throat> I think even like the way like black women will jump into the fin. I don't feel like black men jump into the fin. Black mm-hmm. women necessarily the same way that black women will defend black men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I actually was waiting for that because um, y'all said it on the last. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just don't like even. We, uh, I can't remember if it was the black women or the black men. I said I listened to all. I, I was in some, and then I listened to them. Like when we talk about like, like civil rights and all this stuff, it's always like black men led when the black women did a lot of the fucking work too. So it's like we don't even get our credit half the time for what the fuck we did. So it's just like I just don't feel like it's something that said like I read a post earlier. It was like um. I believe that men listen, but you have to not yell and like whatever, and you have to like speak a certain way. And my res- my response to that is like, I feel like they have to respect you to hear you. 
Because I can say something all day long, but if you don't respect me as a person, yeah. you don't give a fuck what I'm saying. That's and I feel like I, a lot of times, huh? That's how I feel about black women. Y'all don't, that's, what am I, what is, what is there for me to say? Y'all don't respect us to begin with, so. And that's why I said the communication, I can, I can be aware of like, there's a communication, like we need to talk to each other because we're all hurting. Due to white, the white supremacy. That's really what it is. Like, due to white supremacy, we have all been fucked. Like, it's the truth. And now that we are able to acknowledge it, we need to fix it. You're correct. So, um, one, I, I, I 100% agree in terms of the aspect of um, the black, black men embracing patriarchy. I think that can pretty easily be seen generationally and even in current, um, you know, modern younger young millennials and all generation z whatever the letters are um i think that you can see patriarchy having an effect on um you know how black men move throughout the world just because it's so um you know it's just so entrenched in society that it's you know i, I have to take a step back sometimes and go, oh i just did a patriarchy sorry you know like i you know I, it happens sometimes um and i i'm working on it trying to get better but um that is also um so so Long story short, I agree in that sense. Um, I do think um, whenever we have these conversations, um, it always tends to revert back to the relationship aspect of it. And, and I don't, um, so so that, that lends me to believe that a lot of the sentiment behind the niggas ain't shit and you know, black black men saying black women ain't shit. I believe, I do believe that a lot of those sentiments derive from past toxic relationships that they, that people were in, right. um, and, or watched and, or witnessed. Or yeah, for, yeah, black, or, women, or watched, yeah. for or, black women, it's a lot of witnessing of yeah. past generations of our grandmothers and and mothers and stuff being. And and but I, and, and to Brandon's point, I would say that as as black uh, men, I, I think I think that black men probably tolerate a little bit less of the like bullshit relationships because you know we we do one or two of those and be like mm, this shit ain't for me you feel me and start moving a little different um and then that in turn hurts some black women and they start thinking niggas ain't shit and that thus the cycle continues right but my point being um that if 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 we can agree that the phrase niggas, huh that's it I'm, I'm not trying to participate too, because we have options bro that's a part of the patriarchal norm, right? Because we have, have we we have work. we have the option to opt out <clears throat> of certain aspects of relationships because we are all presented with these options as men, right? Like, I would I would argue yeah. that women have those options as well. Not, maybe maybe not options. to the same extent, but exactly right. Like we can we can understand what those options look like for women because they're much more limited, right? For men, the spaces. The best way I can give you an example is in terms of like um, think about. Uh, the analogy of like what it means to be a man in, in white society and what it means to be a man in black society, right? For white men, there are all of these different spectrums on which they can exist to be a man, right? Like they're they're not as limited. For black men, it's much more limited. The same thing kind of applies to women, right? For the idea of what their options look like, there's a limited group of women that have a you know an array of options. For men, the the spectrum is a lot wider. So when we say in what things sense, like, in what sense? Though? Can you extract, just expand on that a little bit, just so we can? I'm not that great looking of a guy, right? Uh, personally, mm -hmm. my belief. Um, so it doesn't necessarily lean too heavily on my like options of women that I can date because there are other things that make me attractive to women because I live in a patriarchal society. If I go out and decide that I'm gonna like, 
I don't know, focus on making a ton of money, I can get, you know, my, my options of women increase. Or if I go out and I decide I'm going to focus on getting education, my options of women increase. For women, it doesn't work the same way, right? If a woman is average looking in this respect, there is no like amount of money or education that increases her options in the same type of dynamic that mine are. In terms of, in terms of like the average looking woman's ability to get a above average looking man, is that what you're trying to say? Because I, I I'm would not say even talking about above, I'm talking about men in general, right? Like I'm not even talking about. So you're saying that because she's average looking, she's not going to have a, as much play. I, I, yes. When you say, uh, when, cause you made the point that options were like that we had options, right? Um, well, no, you didn't make that point. You made the point that um, we could move in different ways. What was the point that you made? I'm sorry. I, I clocked out. Yeah, so my, my, my point was that um, black men, once black men get hurt in a relationship, I feel like we tend to stop trying yeah, to do you the said relationship. We you said much. we disconnect easier. That's what you said. Yeah. You said we disconnect easier. And my point is, like, even in terms of our ability to disconnect based on, like, this patriarchal norm, which is that men have options, right? Like, the, the array in which we can uh, attract more, quote, unquote, talent. Is, is based in different areas that are that we are able to in, improve like through some type of effort, right? It, it doesn't work the same way for women. So if we were to even dress up this idea that like women attach themselves to situations and don't leave situations, that also is in the basis of, or in, in stays in the realm of just like how things work in society with men having a, a greater number of options and women not. I think women have I mean, plenty of options. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if I... I think women have plenty of options. options. And I, think I think the women that we're talking about in terms of having options, once again, like, I think they look different than, than um, like, we do, right? So I would put it like this. When we say women have options, who are we talking about? I'm talking about all women. I'm talking about women. There's no way you mean that. There's no Bro, way you mean that. No, I promise you. There's no I way. Gonna, I have no way. Woman, as a woman, I'm going to be honest, there's a such thing as pretty privilege. There's no way you believe that. No, I know there is. Like, I know there is. Very pretty. I've also seen a lot of Johns. Let's just talk. I've seen a lot of Johns that were ugly as shit that also had plenty of options. Like, like I'm gonna be honest. But they're based. I understand there's pretty privilege. But but like Kermit said, they're based off different things. So this, I'm I'm glad we're going because this is one thing that I can't remember what Bree said that sparked my question. But a couple weeks ago, I had a question to one of my friends, and I said. Do men, when they're dating a woman, do people, and guys, you can answer this question for me too, because then it can lead into this kind of same thing. When you're dating a woman, what 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 do people say? What What's that like kind of thing that you tell them about your woman where people are like, oh, she's a good woman? Because for most women, the man has a job, he's financially hey, stable, don't he has a house. Yeah, don't cheat. But those are what's classified. Not that he is open and will communicate like it's not those things for women is what we can do to prop up the man or make his life better in the sense of keeping a house wanting kids but like oh she has education oh she has it those aren't things that qualify us as good women but for like brandon said he knows johns who has all these things and it's like okay yes because in society i believe a good man is not always a physical thing <laughs> You can be a good man and, or you can be seen as a good man because <clears throat> you can have all those things to be a terrible person. But you can be seen as a good man on the outside if you have the status of a, a education, a job, a car, houses, and ambition. But on the inside, and you can be a John, as we've been saying, be trash. But so, so, like, 
it, you know, you know, go ahead. So just, just to answer, to answer your question, and this uh-huh. might be subjective to me, but I know that mm-hmm. my, my group of friends, um, you know, they, they, the, the women that they've seen, I don't, you know, I generally don't date people who are not attractive, right? Like to me, at least, and to my, to my fr- people who are surrounding. Um, but they, that does not, that's not what constitutes a good one. That, that like the, the, the fact that they look a certain way never ever is like, oh, you got you a good one because, you know, they see an Instagram picture. Yeah, that's not it. That's not it. Um, they, you know, my boy, my, like when, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I just got back from a, a date. Bree took me on a date. Oh damn, bro, you got you a good one. Um, uh, you know, like, um, oh Bree, literally, I told um, Harrison, one of my boys, here, I was like, yo, Bree just got this uh, new job. She's making bank. She's, you know, like an executive assistant of something. You know, I was like, yo, she's doing things. I'm a great and he was like, I am not an executive assistant. Oh my god. <laughs> but I, I don't know the title, but yeah, brand brand it's coordinator. I don't, I don't it's know a the difference. title. But I know she's number two in charge and she's, in, you know, she oversees a bunch of people. And he was like, oh, yeah, you better hold on to that one. So it is, it's that kind of, it is, it's that it's similar, it, that kind it, of stuff. I mean, your own thing. Okay. And, and, and I will say, I will say, I'm glad y'all answered that way because I feel like Bree said, I think Brandon may have said it too. We as millennials are shifting that, but there are still some older people who like, they have that. And even some young people just from how we were raised and perspective who still believe those categories. So I'm glad I answered like that. Speaking of that, Destiny, an example of how niggas ain't shit, I will hear niggas list, have these lists. The one has to be bop, 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 bop. And I'm not saying people, I'm not saying people can't have standards. I absolutely 100% believe people can have standards. I want to make that very clear before I say this. Niggas will have be like, I want a female that has like this and her body like this. And, and this nigga ain't went to the gym. This nigga ain't got no damn job. Like, and then, or it'd be like, well, I want a woman who's gonna cook and clean and take care of house and my legacy this. And you'd be like, okay, so she gonna stay, be a housewife. Oh, nah, because I ain't taking care of nobody. But you want somebody to be your, to be your damn in-house wife, but you don't have to go work too? And, and women get that a lot. And maybe because you, maybe y'all don't see that, but it's like, you want us to cook, clean, have your kids, do all this stuff and still go to work. And then if we say something about being housewives, we're considered lazy. No, nigga, you're reaping all the fucking benefits without any fuck, like, without anything. That's some ain't niggas, ain't shit ass nigga shit. And a lot of men still think that way, which is why I said a lot of them tend to lean towards patriarchy. Because that's a patriarchy You think a lot shit. of men think that way? But I'm not saying a lot. I'm not going to say like all men. I'm not going to give a percentage. But I have ran into a, a good number of men who feel that way. They do not have the resources or the financial backing in order to be able to have a woman who is able to take care of home because taking care of home is a whole job itself. Like think about you having to go to work and then you also washing dishes and then you also make sure you got you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's a full-time thing. But it's a lot of men and, and like, again, maybe because you're like a man and you're not seeing like, I think that's what it is too because we like, I'm a woman. I see shit from a woman's perspective and, and have ran into these things. Destiny, I'm sure you've seen the same shit. As a man, I don't think you, you're like always witness to these things. And it's, I've come across a lot of fucking men who think that way. I feel like we and should. I'll be like, you got, no. And I'll be like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, but again, Bree, it's one of those things too. You got to understand that <laughs> it's the same thing flipped, unfortunately. And I know, I know that's always the argument, right? It's always the rebuttal. But because you see these things and you have more of those in your perspective because you are a woman, mm-hmm. I see more women that do that shit than I do men. Which and I'm not saying, not see. 
Um, yeah, no, I know, I'm not I know saying it ain't shit women. Yeah, I'm I know, not saying it ain't shit women because I know it's a bunch of them. I know. But I'm saying as far as like. I, no, I hear you. I hear you. But I guess my thing, what I what I'm saying too is that y'all gotta understand that I don't think that is. I don't think that deserves the title of ain't being shit because I feel like a lot of people do that shit. I feel like they're uneducated as fuck. I feel like you're unrealistic. And even my niggas and hobby can attest to this. Yo, when I got homies that do that shit, I'm like, nigga, like, you're not doing this, 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 and you want what? Yeah, that shit's not fucking happening. So what you need to do, like, we'll have those conversations and those talks. But Which is why I can be like, you know, you got some shit in you because to me, an ancient nigga is also like, you not, you not, you see your friends doing some wild shit and you don't correct them on their shit. That's some ain't shit ass nigga shit too. So it's like when we say ain't shit nigga, you might be an ancient nigga in one aspect, but that could be a big ass aspect. Well, I mean, you know I mean, everybody ain't shit in some aspect. Like, fuck. I mean, uh, true, <laughs> but it's like, I mean, again, true, but it's like also too is like, better. And like, I, I feel like we can agree. Uh, like, need to do that. I know, I know, Rakim, Rakim, yeah, been, been one of them. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, 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 really got, I, I, I think the whole phrase is stupid. I've always thought I mean, it was stupid. I don't, I don't. I don't think it helps anything because again, as we talk about it, there's so many things that go under that one phrase that once it's under that one phrase, which we've been saying it for years now, cause I've been hearing this. And I used to talk to my mom about it. Like, I don't understand. Like even when I was in middle school, like, yo, what are y'all going through for like niggas not to be shit? Like we in middle school, like, what do you mean? But like, as time progressed, it, be- it, become- it becomes so normal. So like the things we talk about is on both sides, regardless of like what you guys say, it's like, okay, well, niggas got a list now. It's like also like women have a list. Like I've always, like I'm short. I've had women be like, nah, you too short for me. Like foot list be crazy. <laughs> and it'd be like, okay, like I don't, doesn't mean I don't bring anything else to the table, but everybody has those, those views of what they want. Um, so, you know, that's, that's just, I feel like it get the niggas ain't shit and what gets under I feel so like what go ahead. What would like what phrasing, I guess, would make like do you understand what we're saying? Like I don't know if that like like what phrase fit better. Because I think it's too is like and destiny feel please jump in girl, I feel like I'm talking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I think men tend to say niggas ain't shit anything from a from a from a relationship perspective. And we're talking about as a whole black men like supporting and being there for black women. And it can be put into a relationship. And I think a lot of times it is. That's the only way even, it's categorized. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like a lot of times it is, but I cannot blame fully blame niggas for that complete completely. <laughs> is and I, and I'm and I'm just gonna be honest, real honest about this real quick. <clears throat> if you start dealing with somebody. I feel like there's a hole and they tell you where they are and you think that being you're going to be around them and you can convince them to be otherwise is stupid and I think a lot of people and, and it's not just it's not just women men do it too because then because then the is, wait 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 because then I'm not saying that wait 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 the friend zone what the fuck do you think the friend zone is it's men's way of pacifying themselves and pacifying their ego that that a woman chose not to choose them so I'm gonna stick around like I didn't friend zone you. I'm not attracted to you, but I like I, you as a person. And Bree, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the opposite of that, because I've seen it with women who have been around a dude that they're friends with that they like, 
and and my experience is it's been I was dating a whole guy for a whole four years, had this girl best friend who I knew liked him, and she just just hung around. So I feel like women, in a sense, do that too. Do it too. We just I'm, don't yeah. get it. We just our egos don't let us touch our friends out. We're just like, oh, this is our friend. Um, but yeah, I'll let our team answer your question in the sense of a different phrase. Yeah, like what uh, phrase? Because like, as, like how do black women? Because it, it's been categorized as niggas ain't shit. But how do black women say we don't feel like we're supported? What's up, everybody? It's Hobson Randall McCain the third uh, here, just closing it out. Um, if you guys enjoyed this content, make sure you, you know, follow our podcast, follow our Twitter, follow our Facebook, follow our Instagram, all at Woke and Restless. Um, make sure you also, sh- you know, share the episode with a friend, rate the podcast five stars on your favorite streaming platform. Um, part two of our finale will be releasing next Tuesday. So make sure you tune in for that as well. Uh, and as always, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Stay woke and stay restless.